Good morning, welcome to Entrepreneur Life with me, Joel Campbell, and I am an entrepreneur. It is Wednesday, I believe, I've been told. It is the 14th of June, it is half eight. I've just arrived, I've not just arrived in my office. I've been in for about 15 minutes, I made a cup of tea, I've sat down, sorted myself out, I'm ready to start my day in a little bit later than I would normally would be because I'm still tired from my sailing course, but I'm in and it is a little bit pumping today. The weather is nice and this morning I could not get into sight because there was a dude on the gate, a security guy, because we've got a production in at Shrewsbury. Um, trying to drive in, he asked me my name, I gave him my name, he checked his list. I'm sorry, you're not on the list. <laughs> and I was like, okay, shit. <laughs> so he just passed me the list, I'm like, can you see your name here? I was like, uh, I ran down the list. I was like, well, I'm, I'm part of the prison, so like, you know, I'm, I'm prison staff, it's like my prison. And he went, what? And I was like, it, it's, like, I, I, I work at the prison, I work for the prison, it's, it's, it's my prison. He was like, Okay, and I went, like I, I own the prison. He went, oh, oh, okay, in that case, just come on in, I'll open the gate for you, come in. And I was like, okay. I, I did think for a second, I was like, didn't have to prove it. That was a bit weird, but anyway. So I got in, got parked, um, I'm in, I'm about to start work. I thought I would start a new episode now. Um, <clears throat> I hope you enjoyed the last episode, which is all about sailing and me doing my course and getting through it. I will go into that a little bit more in this episode, specifically around the challenges that I personally have uh, about learning and about how I learn and how where my strengths, my weaknesses are and how I very, very much lent in my, into my strengths to pass my sailing course and then just worked on my weaknesses as best as I could or the areas where I'm not as strong on. I, I, I worked on those for sure, but I made sure I really excelled in the areas I was strong in um, to give me the best opportunity to get through and to pass and to, and, to, and, to, and to do and achieve some of the things I want to because if I'd failed the course, I wouldn't be able to charter a boat and therefore I wouldn't be able to go sailing. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of the thing. Anyway, I'm in, I'm back at work. My task this morning is to whip through my emails. I've got 21 uh, junk emails, so I've been those. I've got about the same number again, about 20 to 25 emails. Oops, shit, I just broke a pen. 20 to 25 emails to really chew through and respond to. Some I can do in like 30 seconds. Some will take a little bit longer. I've got to check some shared mailboxes. Um, and then realistically, I'll catch up with some people probably coming towards nine o'clock. Got meetings at 10, meetings at 11, um, meetings at 1, meetings at 2, um, and I'll be out the door ideally 3 o'clock today is my plan. So we'll see how that gets on, we'll see how we go, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back for the next video shortly. It's 10 to 5, I'm back home, didn't get anywhere near enough done today that I should have done, but I did get some work done, which is always a positive, yellow. And now I'm home, I'm playing cricket, and I'm eating a Mr Freeze ice pop, and it says, Try me, I'm brilliant. So I did get a good chunk done. Never as much as I'd like, which is the same every single day. I just don't beat myself up about it. I just crack on with the bits I have done, take the positives, take the wins, and then crack on. But like I said, I'm going to go play cricket now with uh, Jonah. Today's off and then go for a swim probably in a little while. Might even hit the gym, have a quick gym workout, and then, um, yeah, go from there. Hello, I'm back. It is the next day, <laughs> which means it's Thursday, the 15th. Um, it's eight o'clock, I'm in, I'm sat down, I'm about to crack on with some work. Had a really late night last night, so if you're watching this, you realise that I look like shit. Um, not quite that bad. I've got a lovely tan, I've got some massive goggle eyes from, um, from my sunnies from when I was on the boat and just generally pottering around. Um, so I've got a lovely little tan, but at the same time, I'm so tired. Look at these eyes. 
Look at that, that is fucked. Um, and the reason is because I've been burning some midnight oil. Um, so last night I was up till nearly one o'clock, um, just working through bits and pieces, just trying to get, not even a header stuff, but just trying to get the little bits nailed and out the way. Um, I had quite a big day yesterday in the sense of first day back. I got pulled to, got pulled into the production, unfortunately, which isn't my job at all. And it's really frustrating. And I, I have this, this saying, I have lots of little sayings, but I have this saying, how would you do this at Shepton? Because it shows me what happens. Because we're based here, we tend to get more heavily involved, more hands-on. Um, and that's just been a history over time. So for example, the internet, which is why I got pulled into um, Shrewsbury yesterday is something that I had set up. I had it set up at both sites. We had a, a teams come out to do it. We had a, obviously BT installed the line. We then had an external company come and set it up and stuff like that. Um, and we, we had a number of requirements to do for the production, which we did. And then yesterday they're having a few issues. They wanted a few other things done. And it was a case of, we can, there was a couple of problems they just wanted us to have a look at. So I went down to have a look at it and that just exasperated into something bigger. Um, and, and I just had to, eventually I had to draw a line and go, no, do you know what? I'm sorry. This was the requirement. We've met that. There's now a problem beyond that. We, we can help you resolve it. We can get the right people in, but it's not something we can do. But that probably took about 45 minutes to get to that point. Um, and obviously we want to support and help as much as we can. I think it, it all got resolved in the end yesterday, which is good. But that just ate into 45 minutes of my day. The difference is, and then this is where I turn around and say, what, what would happen at Shepton is because I'm not physically there. So they can't call me and ask me to come down and look at something. So I'm not going to drive three hours down the road to have a look at something. They would have to sort it themselves. So I think there's the difference. I saw a couple of things like that yesterday where other people had kind of got involved in different stuff. I'm like, but what would you do at Shepton? Um, and, and I use that as the example because it's three, it's another one of our businesses 300 miles away. Um, is it 300 miles? 150 miles, sorry, 150 miles away. 300 mile round trip. So uh, sort of 150 miles away. Um, and therefore, it, you know, it, it, it's just not feasible. It's three hours. Um, so anyway, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Um, so that kind of pulled me to one side. I did get through a good chunk of emails yesterday, which was good. Met with a few people, which was good. Always love meeting people in person, just chatting to people, just chewing the fat, going to where people are up to, dropping in little bits and pieces, which I did yesterday. Did some of that yesterday with some of the marketing team down at Shrewsbury. Was talking to them about their organic social posts and very much their, their jabs and talking about some of the great posts that they'd done and how they might be able to tweak different aspects and how... There was a lot in one of the posts. It was really good, but it was kind of two or three different things within there that was just kind of too much. It was like, you know, that's that's probably two or three separate posts and they're all really good. And if you separate them, you'll get loads more engagement and you can spread it as well. So just those kind of things, really. And then a few other bits and pieces. Um, obviously had some meetings with with Lauren, catch up on various bits and pieces. So did all of that. A lot of it actually, a lot was around insurance yesterday in preparation for today. So we've got an insurance meeting today. We've got our insurance brokers coming up, the team from Marsh Commercial, which are the guys that we use for our brokerage. Um, so they'll be coming up today. Um, we're meeting with them, I think about half 10-ish. And basically what we will do in the insurance meeting is we'll sit down with the team, um, so we'll have a couple of people from our side, one, maybe two from their side, and we'll just sit down, we'll review the last year, we'll ensure the, ensure, go review 
the current insurance um, that we've had, review what needs to change going forwards, up or down, what, what adaptions need to be made. We'll look at any things that needed to be done or signed off in the meantime and where they are and what standard they're up to and stuff like that. Um, and we'll just go through and compile everything. Basically, the brokers will then take that away. They'll already have some indicative quotes. Um, they'll then take that away. They'll refine that. And obviously, they'll then get all the, all the rest of the quotations in. So that will happen like that. Um, it's not an overly complex meeting, I wouldn't say. But I say that because I know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's, um, if I, when I think back now to when we first had insurance for the business, it was a case of... And I can remember doing it, I was sat in the attic at um, my house in Shepton and we were starting with Shrewsbury and, and I knew we needed public liability, I knew we needed something for our employees but I didn't really know what and that was kind of it. So had to do some research, um, found out I had to get public liability and employers liability. Um, so basically searched around and I think, I think I started with the with our insurer at that point, I think I, I basically just did it through Google searches, money supermarket, that type of stuff. Um, little plug there. Um, <laughs> this podcast is not sponsored by money supermarket. Um, so uh, yeah, so I did, did, did that basically and had to identify quotes. I can't, you know, I can't remember what our first quote was. I think it was about 117 pounds a month, something, something like that. It wasn't astronomical, but I, I remember it being um, a number and just think, okay, cool, that's, that's not too bad. It might be more, I'd, I'd have to go back and double check. Um, but yeah, so we, we got our insurance sorted, just as you would go online and get your car insurance or house insurance. We did that for the business in the first instance. Um, and I think I probably did that for the first couple of years, realistically. And then as the businesses grew and as the employees grew, we started looking at different ways of doing that. And do you know what? I can't even remember. How did I connect with the guys at Marsh? I think, oh no, I think what happened. A guy I knew, I think we went to the same school. A guy I knew from school who was a couple of years above me. Who worked in Bristol? Sorry, if you if you're watching this, I'm, I've got my eyes shut. I've got my hand on my head because I'm trying to remember a guy I knew at school who was a couple of years older than me. A guy called Ben. Um, uh, we'd connected on LinkedIn, and I think he pinged me to say, "Hey, man, uh, working in the insurance industry. If you need anything, give us a shout. These are the kind of things we do. Hope it's all good. Prisons look amazing. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. That was kind of it. And um, I was like, "Oh, what's this?" <laughs> I was like. What do you mean? And, and, you know, this is how green I was. I'm wearing a green shirt today. Um, but, yeah, this is how green I was. And, um, uh, and I was like, hey, like, yeah, you know, we could, we could definitely do with some help or insurance, always looking to see if we can get a better deal, or, you know, we've got the right cover. And, um, yeah, and he, he, he basically came and met with me, and we went through what we were doing and where we were. And at that point, I think, because I knew him and I trusted him, um, I signed over for, for, for that business to take over our account, which they did. Um, so they did that. I think they had that for maybe a couple of years and then they got bought out, I believe it was. I'm sure they got bought out. Just, do you know what? I'm just going to fucking double check. I can have a look at all the old emails. If I go well back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's exactly how it worked. And I think that what happened was that company um, went into 
they, they, they definitely got bought out. Originally, it was a company called Bluefin, I believe it was. Um, and I'm just having a look. And, and the guy that I knew, Ben, actually moved on. And we were dealing with somebody else. And then I'm pretty sure it got... I'm just having a quick... I don't, I don't even know why for you guys, if this is that interesting. Just bear me two seconds. Um, wow, this goes back, man, this does. Yeah, so that was basically how we did it. Um, I'm just trying to see if that actually, if, if I've got all of that right. I'm sorry, I'm just, it, it's a long time ago. Do you know what? I've got that completely wrong. Completely wrong. I've, I've just fucking made that up. Um, I'm actually thinking of when I did the insurance for Step Success. That's how I did the insurance for Step Success. I'm so sorry. It's, it's so many years. So forget everything I just said. Let me restart. I've just, I've literally, and then I keep every single email that's ever sent to me, I've got. So I can see here an email all the way back down to the 23rd of the 6th, 2015, which is when I did connect with Ben. Let me restart that. My God, I'm getting so old. When I did Step Success, that's how I did the insurance, was my very first company. I went online and I did it like that. I didn't have employees, so I didn't need to worry about it. My office was out of my house, so I didn't have any public coming in, so I didn't need to get public liability for that, but we did have a basic public liability, and we had some indemnity insurance, because obviously we were giving advice and guidance and programming. Um, and that obviously covered then my insurance as well. So that's how I did that. I did that through a, um, I think I probably did this through a package initially, and then I just did it through online, effectively. So that was fine. And that was £117 <laughs> per month um, for, for the thing, which wasn't too bad. When I came to do the prisons, I knew I had to do a bigger scale of insurance, and that's when, and just looking at it here, I actually reached out to this guy that I knew from school that works in the insurance industry, and I was like, hey, need to do this. This is what I'm doing, this is what's going on, and I've got his email here just saying, um, just find it. Um, hey Joel, um, please find everything below um, in terms of information that we need and such like that. Sounds like a really interesting project. I'd um, be happy to try and gather some quotes for you, but we'll need to compile a risk report to present to our insurers um, and uh, you know some other bits and pieces. And then I've got all the questions that he's asked and obviously everything we had to answer, company name, company registration number, registered office to start the business, operational, name, uh, operational um, uh, areas, what we're doing, all that kind of stuff. And then a risk report effectively. Um, and then I got my first, let me have a quick look. I'm gonna tell you what the first quotation was. And we, had, we got insured with Hiscox, um, who was, a, who, who, you know, really, really worked in that um, environment. Um, and they, they really uh, worked in, in hospitality and leisure and tourism. So they, they actually insured us all the way through from the start until the pandemic, and then they dropped our industry. Um, and we, we changed from being insured by Hiscox to another insurer, which is a shame because Hiscox left our industry, dropped it because of the risk. However, we'd never claimed. So it's just, anyway, we'll come back. Um, but if you remember back in the, uh, for the COVID time, Hiscox were one of those who got hit from huge amounts of money. Um, they ended up having to pay back um, loads, loads of cash um, for the premium. So they were one of the big insurers who got, got hit for that. Right, anyway, sorry, I've completely diverted. I, I, I do apologise, that was really bad of me. So yeah, I can see that initially our first insurance quote was our turnover was registered as 350,000 for the first year. It was for guided tours around a disused prison facility. Um, we had professional indemnity insurance of 250,000, which sounds excessive. And I think I was playing safe back then because I was concerned that we were giving advice or we were giving information 
about the prison service. I wanted to make sure we were covered. Um, so that was that. Then we had public liability, um, public and products liability insurance. So we had an employer's liability of 10 million, um, which you know, standard as you would. Um, and then we had, let me just find the car crisis contaminants. Um, let me just find the indemnity, employer's liability. And then we had 5 million public liability. Um, and I think, I'm just trying to find the costs on here. Dum, dum, dum. Wait for it. Um, we were paying, uh, yeah, about £1,500 a year for the first year. God, it's not a lot of that anymore, I tell you. Um, so, yeah, so that's what we were paying. Employees' liability, £10 million. Public liability, oh, Jesus, we, no, we had a, yeah, we were £5 million. Um, Professional indemnity uh, and a couple of other bits pieces. Anyway, I completely took a fucking rabbit hole there. I do apologise. So that was how we did it. That business uh, insured us for, I think, four years. I think they were our, our brokers, three years maybe. Um, and then they, they got bought out. I think they were going to administration. They got bought out by another company, a company called, uh, I think it was Jelf. Um, so, yeah, Jelf, I think, took over Bluefin. They absorbed it, and that all, all went across. Um, and then it, it turned into Marsh Commercial, which is the larger um, business, I believe, behind it. And that's who we use at the moment as our brokerage. I'm sure there's plenty of brokers out there. I know there are. I'm sure there's plenty that may be better, and I'm sure there's plenty that are worse. It's just who we tend to use. Um, so I'm doing that today. I've got that. <laughs> Fuck me. What have I just been talking about? Insurance. Jesus. Um, so I'm going to go do that meeting. Um, and I've got a few other bits in today. Right now, though, I'm going to get back to what I was doing, which is drinking my smoothie that I made this morning before I left. I'm going to chew through the rest of my emails. I've got some memberships to sort out for Visit Somerset for our annual subscription. So I'm going to do that. A few other bits and pieces. And then, um, yeah, into my meeting. So that's what my day is looking like. I can't believe I just rabbits it on for fucking 15 minutes about insurance and like trying to figure out what was going on. Anyway, um, back in a bit. I'm eating a biscuit. I've come into Lauren's office to see if I leave. It's not here. So her desk is coming up. <laughs> so just a couple of turns, that's what it needs. Right, more to follow shortly. Good morning. I always start my videos a lot like that at the moment. Let me see if I can put you somewhere. Let's chuck you over there a second. Um, this morning, I'm heading out the door. Um, it's not overly early, but I'm just heading out. We're actually off to Wrexham Prison today, so to HMP Berwyn. So we do a lot of work with the guys, uh, with the officers from HMP Berwyn, who are, sorry, I'm just putting my shoes on, um, who are the dog handlers. So we do quite a, a bit of stuff with those guys. And uh, oh, my shoes aren't laced right. And um, yeah, and, and we managed to secure a couple of visits for the team to go to Berwyn to see a working prison. So it helps us obviously with what we're doing in terms of our tours and accuracy and just kind of understanding modern day prison life, really. So we're heading off to do that today. Um, uh, one of the teams went last week and another group are going today. and I'm going with them. And it suddenly gave me a real problem because I didn't know what to wear. Um, and I hate those mornings. I hate those mornings where there's something just a little bit different happening. And I'm like, what should I wear? Because I was going to throw some jeans on as per normal, but it's really hot. 
And apparently it's really warm in jail. Like the jail, the jail's pretty warm. I was like, oh, don't be too bloody hot. And I was like, I was going to throw a shirt on. But then the shirts that I want to throw on are actually still in the wash. So I couldn't do that. And there was only a thick shirt. I don't want to wear a thick shirt plus jeans because I'd bake. So I was like, oh, I'll just throw on some tailored shorts. So I throw on some tailored shorts. I was like, I mm, don't really like those. Um, first of all, problem, I don't know. When I say tailored shorts, just like slightly smart, not my bodies, basically. So I grabbed another pair of shorts. So I was like, oh, they're okay. And I thought, well, what top am I going to wear? I can't wear, I don't really want to wear a shirt because, again, it's quite thick. It's quite heavy and it, it probably won't match. So I was like, oh, I'll just chuck on my polos. I was like, I really want to wear a polo shirt with a pair of shorts. So I've thrown on like my, my, my just like a, a nice t-shirt effectively. And then I was like, well, what shoes do I wear? And I've just thrown on my blue shoes. Now all the blues don't match. So I'm gonna to have to change my shoes to my black shoes. These all sound like real problems and I get it. Like they're not real problems at all. But at the same time, I kind of like, I don't know, I like to look at least semi-smart. I'm just seeing if my shoes and my shorts match and they're just slightly off shade. Which I think won't work. And I hate this. I fucking hate it. Because I've got no idea about fashion whatsoever. I never have. And I probably never will. These ones are a little bit tainted. Like in terms of the fact that they're, they're like just old. So I just don't know what to wear. And it's one of those things that really fucking bugs me. And I'll tell you why it bugs me. It's because then it takes me ages to think about what I'm going to wear for the day. And it takes me away from having... Like for me to be able to think about the stuff that I want to think about, which is our businesses, our employees, the next development perspective, what we're doing, where we're going, how things look financially. And it just fills my brain with what should I wear, which seems to be fucking ridiculous. I know it's such a weird problem, but it is a problem, which is why I like days where I can just throw on whatever I want and off I go. That's why uniforms aren't a bad thing. Yeah, it does look better. It's why uniforms aren't a bad thing, because if you have to wear a uniform, then you don't have to think about what you have to wear. You just throw it on, make sure it's clean, it's tidy, it's smart, and off you go. Um, so yeah, it's one of those things. But anyway, I'm just about to head off. I'm gonna see if I can find my wife. She's in the gym. She's been up early this morning. I gave her some stick last night about not using the gym. So she's... It's gym. Oh, and I'm driving today, so I'm going to have to take those units out. Um, so, if I know more. Oh, hello. It's a dog. Hey, man, I'm off. Oh, I'd be amazing, yeah. Don't mind. Come on, you. Out. I'm not throwing the toy for you. No, no, no. I'm not playing fetch. Here you go. Here you go. How do I look? It's not a trick question. It's not loaded. It's fine. Now you're out in a summer's day. Okay, cool. Sound. I'll, I'll go with that. Right. I'll see you later. <laughs> Have a good day. I'll see you later, yeah? I'll, I'll pick Delaney up from gym. So, I'll do a 12-hour day, yeah? What? <laughs> well, because I wasn't short. Because I was having one of those mornings where... I, I'll just explain this to everyone. Because I was having one of those mornings where I was like, oh, I'm going to prison today. I'm going to prison today. <laughs> oh, flashbacks. Um, okay, going to prison today. And um, it's apparently it's quite warm in the wings. And it's, it's getting quite nice. It's quite nice quite early. So I didn't really want to wear jeans. And I was like, well, what should I wear? And I don't really have smart trousers other than jeans that aren't equally as hot. So I thought, well, I'll wear shorts. And then my shirt's still dirty. or it's just come out the wash. 
So I was like, well, I don't know my other shirt because it's too thick. So I was like, well, I'll wear a polo. And I was like, oh, I kind of didn't want to wear a polo because it didn't go right. So I was like, well, I'll wear this T-shirt, which is smart, but like kind of quite casual. Then I throw on my dark blue shoes, my trainers, but then there was too many blues that didn't quite all match. So I was like, I have to throw my black ones on. And I'm like, oh, I just I can't be fucked. I, you know how much I hate like having to worry about what I'm wearing. Like, so yeah, that was my journey this morning. Anyway, I'll see you later, yeah? Have a good day and I'll give you a buzz um, when I get back and I'll just sort out this evening. But obviously I'll pick Delaney up and I'll stay at work. Sound, all right, us. Right, you're gonna hear it twice. That is a relatively standard morning of me leaving, other than the fact I don't normally have the debates about what I'm wearing, um, because it's not a problem. Anyway, I'm gonna head off. Um, I'll finish this video when I get to work or this episode. And then the episode after, it's going to be super exciting because it's going to be the Berwyn episode. So, in a bit. Okay, so I'm in the prison. I'm in a bit of a rush now because we're heading out at quarter past eight to go up to Berwyn. Um, and I couldn't park on site this morning because of production. So I've had to kind of maneuver around anyway. Um, uh, coming to the end of the episode. So, I want to round it all off. Um, I think it's going to get deep real quick, real fast. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about it on my drive and, and when I got here about why I was like talking about what I was going to wear today and why that's actually important because generally as you know if you, if you oh my god um, if you follow anything I do or anything like that I'm really not too bothered about what people think um, about me it's, it's not really a concern that I have massively but yeah I'm, I'm, I think about what I'm going to wear and I guess that that must span back to the days of a childhood where you would get teased or grouped or put into a, uh, a constraint, I guess, or into a grouping based on what you were wearing, based on what you could either afford, based on what your family, um, based on what your parents could afford, based on, on uh, fashion at the time and stuff like that. And, and every single one of you watching this will understand what I'm talking about where you wear something, you think, oh, that's really cool. And then kids take the piss. And you're like, oh, maybe it's not that cool. Or you wear something you don't think it is cool. And people are like, oh, that's really cool. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so therefore that need for other people or society to kind of accept you or to, um, uh, to yeah, that's it. That need for society to accept you in, in, in that sense. I think that's probably where the clothing element comes from because if I truly didn't care, I would just throw on whatever because I'm not going to a business meeting particularly. It's actually, if anything, it's a day out today. Today's more of a, not a social day, but it's not really a work day in that sense. We're going for an exploratory session to learn more about kind of what happens currently. We don't need to do it to run our business. Will it benefit us? Absolutely. But it's not like sitting down into businesses and stuff. And I'm a big believer in people should feel comfortable in what they're wearing and where they are and everything about them, they should feel comfortable. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, a really interesting kind of point to bring it to a close is that it kind of dates back. And it's the same with hair, haircuts. Do you remember going and getting your haircut? And then I heard it last night with the junior kids at cricket when I dropped my son off. And I heard one kid say, look who's had a haircut. And it's like, well, yeah, I know I've fucking had a haircut, mate. I was sat in the chair when he fucking did it. Um, I mean, he didn't say that. That's, that should have been his response. There was always that thing of people pointing out, look, who's had a haircut. Look at your fucking hair. Look at your hair. Look at all you've done. All like, oh my God, that's really cool. 
Um, so it's, it's that kind of thing that I think gets us from an early age, is ingrained from us and off it goes. And I don't know why kids do it, because adults don't do it. So it's not as if my kids watch me turn around and people go, hey, you've had a haircut. It's kind of noticing something that's different about somebody and pointing it out, which I don't know if we need to do. I don't know. I'm not going to get too deep into this. I just kind of realised that through all of it, there was still something that sits in me going, oh, maybe I do worry about what people care. Maybe I do care about what people think about. Maybe I do consider, maybe I do think about how people look at me more subconsciously or even now consciously based on what I'm wearing, not on my mannerisms, my style, my behavior, my uh, generalized jolness. Um, so yeah, so that was an interesting, an interesting kind of, I guess a little epiphany or, or, or thing to kind of look at and, and think about going forwards. I'm going to finish the episode there because I'll just rant and rave about this for ages. Um, uh, do the usual things as Jane would say, like, share and subscribe, whatever it might be, um, or keep it yourself, whatever. Um, uh, but I do like to hear your comments, so if you, want to, if you want to send me anything, please do. And yeah, that's going to be it. So this has been Entrepreneur Life with me, Joel Campbell, and I am an entrepreneur.